everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Oh, they're celebrities abound in the world of wrestling, Steve. That is right, Scott. We're comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun of wrestling each and every week. And uh, <laughs> Grumpy Cat was on Raw. Larry the Cable Guy is coming on to Raw. And then... Who's going to be next? Is it going to be another major superstar? Is it going to be someone huge like Kenneth Turan? From Los Angeles Times film reviewer? No way. That'd be fucking stupid. No. Why would you ever have him guest host anything that's not film related? God, no. That would just be a real head scratcher. Yeah, it would really have... If you had to wrap your head around Kenneth Turan hosting a wrestling show or a podcast, then... You, you might you, you might just sit there and go let's scrap it yeah, start let's, it again let's just start the entire episode over you would you might even do that you might even get thirteen minutes into a podcast and then realize you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about and that would be something that maybe Melina would do with her new podcast Melina Perez getting real with Melina check it out it's episode two just came out this week guys yeah friend of the show but. Scott and I, here on Curtain Jerks, no way would Kenneth Turan host our podcast and we'd start over because we didn't think it worked. Uh-uh. No way. All of our ideas and bookings are solid from the get-go. Yeah, this happens we right have, now. We have, we know that not only on Raw this, the following week, following Larry the Cable Guy, does WWE have a major guest lined up, but we said, F you, WWE. That's right. We just took a bunch of letters. Yeah. F-U-W-W-E in the P-A. Yeah, that's right. And we got we scooped their guest. We yeah. scooped the third host. And they're going to be on at the top of the show. We're going to talk a little wrestling first. Yeah, us. yeah. Guys, just a quick little bit of math. Uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy next week on Raw. Mm-hmm. And then Super Guest, no longer, isn't going to be on Raw. It's now on our, ep- our episode today. Yeah, we're Thanks. getting all the all the exciting stuff. Yeah, we're scooping these hosts like fucking ice cream, all right? Butter, brickle, pecan up in this biatch. Yeah, and then maybe soon we'll get Sinbad. You know? Yeah, you, that's right, from Jingle All the Way Part 1. Mm-hmm. And then the following week, we'll get Sinbad from the Voyage of the Seven Seas. Yeah, we're a John Philip Law. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> excited. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Survivor Series is all shaping up. Uh, I've informed you what the card is. Like you know, the five guys. When did you inform time. me of what the card was, guys? Before we started recording today. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we know Eric Harper and Ryback are on one team. We know that uh, uh, Luke Harper, is new Intercontinental Champion, is on the other team. We know that now if Team uh, Cena loses, the they're all fired. They're all they're fucking, all fired. They're all fucking fired. Fucking fired. Which is the new. The, a lot of people don't don't know this. Donald Trump actually says, "You fucking fired." You fucking fired. But you can't see it because his mouth and lips don't uh, enunciate the fucking. Mm-hmm. It's just you fucking fired. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. You fucking fired. You piece of shit scumbag dish dish rag. I like you. Stick around here. Stick around. You do good things. Uh, I don't know why. Sometimes I mistake uh Larry Flint. For Donald Trump, and I like Larry Flint way more than I like. Oh, Larry Flint's way better. Yeah, he's American icon Larry Flint, and has wait Donald Trump doesn't even have a movie about him. How did that fucking happen? Uh, because he's a piece of shit, Scott. Well, some could say Larry Flint is a piece of shit, but he has a great movie. Yeah, but he's he honestly felt like an icon of the '70s and of Americana. Donald Trump just sort of consistently makes giant business decisions that seem to seemingly fuck people over. Yeah, but an icon of, like, the 80s and 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's an icon of the 80s and sort of greed. Flint was always sort of this, like, I believed him when he sort of became this sort of patriot. I believe that aspect of him. Hmm. I don't want airbrushing. Because he, he brought boobies? Uh, he brought the bush, man. He brought, <laughs> like, he brought the open-faced clam sandwich. Like, he really brought... Which should be a wrestling finisher, by the way. The open-faced clam sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Well, who would you give that move to? The open-faced clam... What kind of move would it be? Unless uh, it's not a diva's move, I think that's a little too on the uh, on the nose. Yeah, yeah, that's that's inappropriate. Yeah, but like the open face claim sandwich. You I gotta can... like pin the arms back. It's like a chicken wing cross face, but like uh, upside down. Okay, here, here's what I'm thinking. Here's okay. what I'm thinking is that you for the open face claim sandwich, you pin the guy's arms back. Uh huh. Right, so you kind of got him. It's not like a half, not like a full Nelson, but like you're you're bringing your arms up and over their arms and pectorals and then like spreading them back yeah so that's that's part of it and then you're doing the same with your legs yeah and, you... and then you do a, a Petey williams canadian destroyer <laughs> oh okay i was yeah. gonna say you you just engulf your mouth and jaw up over their head oh that's the that's the anaconda sandwich where you oh, dislocate okay. your jaw did you know did you hear about this <laughs> there's a guy who's gonna let himself get eaten by a giant snake on the discovery channel what yeah, all I know is I saw the headline, Man Allows Himself to Get Eaten by Snake for Discovery Channel Special. And die? N- uh, no, I think he's probably going to crawl out of the snake. Is it John Voight? No, no, <laughs> no. I-, I think, like, is he going to get in a giant plastic bag and then let a giant python swallow him whole? I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know. I, I would prefer a wrestler do this. Be honest. It I like would. Eric... I would feel so bad for the snake because you know how big muscles. Big. Do you know how big muscles are? No, Steve. I fucking don't. <laughs> you don't know how big muscles are? They're really big. Look at me. I have no idea. I have no conceptual idea. Scott, look at me. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. See, imagine a snake swallowing all that. This sounds like Eric Young's new show. If if Eric Young was to be swallowed by a snake. And they had purchased the snake, and he had to cut his way out of it with a box cutter. I would watch that show. See? I'm against animal cruelty, but I guess I want to see a movie where somebody cuts their way out of a giant fucking snake. Remember in Dead Rising? And when I say Dead Rising, I mean Deep Rising. Uh, when uh, Wes Studi... Uh, no, it's not Wes Studi. Is that the little creepy dude? Wes Studi's the Native guy? American guy. The guy you're thinking is Dr. Chilton from Silence of the Lambs. The captain of the ship. Okay. No. And then Bill Fuller. No, Fuller's... no, no, no. I'm not, no. I'm thinking of the little slimy dude from Lord of Illusions. Oh, like, hey, and... kind of sounds like this. Hey, And man. no escape. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, from Virtuosity. All right. So yeah. our, both of our dicks are the same size. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Turan doesn't need to come in and measure them. Um, Kenneth uh... Turan doesn't need to come in and measure yeah, them. Yeah, Kenneth Turan will not be on the show today in a movie trivia dick measuring contest. Uh... Uh, Treat Williams is in the Kurt Russell role um, as the cool mercenary captain with their mm-hmm. super boat. Dr. Chilton, uh, the guy who plays Dr. Chilton in Silence of the Lambs, is the captain of the ship. And uh, also in uh, 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 Boston Public? What, was it? Was he in Boston? He was probably the, a, the first show, not the not Boston Legal, but the, yeah, the, he's the sleazy, private practice. He's probably the sleazy guy. Who's a judge who would say Massachusetts. That sounds, yeah, that's how he talks. Massachusetts. Well, there's a scene where there's a tentacle going through the room and someone, they cut it open and a guy comes out half digested. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm afraid is going to happen to whoever goes inside that snake. Well, don't you think the same thing? Like, that's why I referenced John Voight from Anaconda when he gets eaten and then 
spit back out, and then he winks at Jennifer Lopez. Is he half digested? No, he's kind of digested. Um, but he has one eye left, and he winks. I gotta see that fucking movie. Anaconda was a good movie. It sure is. Eric Stoltz, Jennifer Lopez, John Voight. Owen Wilson, Ice Cube. No way, Owen Wilson? Mm-hmm. God, that was back when he was doing movies like The Haunting, right? And he was just sort of like, find me a supporting actor role. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, that was him. Wow. So, to bring it all back around, the open place, open-faced clam sandwich... Who does that move? Who's able to pull off such a maneuver? Well, so it's in true wrestling fashion. The other, the victim of the uh, move also has to be just as participating to do it. Only so many people can do the Canadian Destroyer, Scott. You know, I think I immediately thought of someone appropriately with the name of that move because they kind of lived that lifestyle from, you know, the the persona of of having a lot of open-faced clam sandwiches. Uh, A a clam digger wrestler? Mm Mm-hmm. And... A very athletic wrestler mm-hmm. who's recently lost their Intercontinental Championship. Ah, Rico. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I think Rico could have done it. It'd be like DDP doing the, the diamond cutter and then Randy Orton sort of... Yeah. Uh, so it's Dolph Ziggler received as a homage gift from Rico yes. the open face clam sandwich. Exactly. Rico needs to come back and manage Dolph Ziggler. That would be I think amazing. I think that's the true discovery we found out. Because mm-hmm. that'd be fucking rad. I'd like that. I think that'd be super cool. Rico is amazing. If you don't know of Rico, if you're a newer fan, you need to pop on the WWE Network and search some Rico. Because that guy is fucking awesome. He's a, he's a future guest I always want on the show. Rico? Mm-hmm. I'd like that. He's always, I met him several times at WrestleMania weekend of WrestleMania 19... Cool as shit, that guy. He used to work. You uh, have to be. Yeah, I think you'd have to have a good sense of humor to 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 pull all that stuff off that he did. Because he, he was still entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He worked the Batman stunt show at um, Six Flags, I believe, is where they had that show. Uh, okay, I believe you. Yeah. Well, I'm. T- he told me because my buddy, another Steve, went and he had a Batman uh, sweatshirt and he signed it. And he's like, you know, I used to work. Uh, Batman. Somebody say Batman. Hey, it's our special guest. It's the it's the soon to be raw special celebrity guest, but curtain jerk celebrity guest, Mrs. Dad is here. It's great to be here on Draper Jacks, the uh, comedy wrestling podcast. It's curtain jerks. Uh, hello, internet. It's curtain jerks, and you're actually. Uh, I want to point out, Mrs. Dad is wearing what could be the smallest cape and cowl, or just your. The size of you. This cause... is an extra large. Oh, wow, God. Child's costume. <laughs> uh, you're dressed. The... You're dressed as Batman. I am the Dark Knight on your very special Halloween episode of Curtain Jinx. It's Curtain the Jerks. Comedy Wrestling Podcast. It's Curtain Jerks. I don't know why you're getting the name wrong all the time. Uh, why? Why, <gasps> Mrs. Dad? Are you dressed as <gasps> Batman? God, are those cookies? Those are cookies. They're Halloween cookies. Or you've got Halloween cookies. There, It actually has... It says sell by November 2nd. Um, oh, what's the date today? November 19th. Happy Halloween! It was a while ago. Happy Halloween, Happy Mrs. Halloween! Dad. Happy Halloween, Mrs. Dad. Well, I don't want to keep you guys, but I just want to say it's a wonderful way to kick off your wonderful comedy wrestling podcast. Scott Nargler and Stephen Soares. I you got one of our names right. The creepy, goopy ghoulies of Halloween 
here on your podcast, Kurt and Rod Smackledicks. <laughs> Why are you dressed as Batman? For Halloween, on a very special Halloween episode of Kurt and Jungles. It's November 19th. Well, happy Thanksgiving for next year. Uh, or this year, because it's coming up rather soon. Hey, do you ever just stick a finger in sweet potato pie? <laughs> do I ever just stick a finger in sweet potato pie? And then when everybody's looking at your finger in the sweet potato pie, they're going, Mrs. Dad, what are you doing? You put your finger in the sweet potato pie. You take a big old bite out of the turkey ham hock you got. I'm very confused right now. It's like now. a basketball move. You wave your hand up here like this. I, and then you elbow the guy who's guarding you with your hand. I haven't no, I, I haven't done any of those so things. So you're okay. waving your hand in the sweet potato pie over here. Okay. And you're taking a big old bite of a turkey over here. I haven't done these things. Is this what is this what happens at your Thanksgiving at home with your son, uh, the Miz? The who? The Miz. Who? The, the Miz? Former Intercontinental Champion, former WWE Champion, former Tag uh, Team Champion. Uh, the Marine currently. What does he look like? Uh, I was going to say he looks like you, but it's not really the case. Here's a picture of him right here. Oh, you mean Mike? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, I guess. Sometimes he's around for Thanksgiving. Sometimes? Uh, yeah, if we call him, let him know we're having something going on. You don't always call your son for Thanksgiving? What? Do you always call your son? I don't have a son. Would you call your son then? Yes. Would you tell him you were proud of him? Yeah. <laughs> if he did things that you liked? Yes. Would you encourage him to do better in his life, but you were proud of him no matter what? Yes. Yeah, we don't give him that call that often. <laughs> Why not? Because it's a happy Halloween episode of Curtain Janglers on the comedy podcast Nigglers. <laughs> Whoa, careful there. I'm going to bust you on this. You've already said Curtain Janglers, which is still wrong. And it's Comedy Podcast Network. Network. Alright. Uh, you know, it, it'd be really great if sometime you and The Miz were on the show together. Oh, that sounds impossible. Why does it sound impossible? Because I've got a really busy schedule. Well, doing what? Hey, I'm a big time social media supporter. Celebrity now. I know, I know I'm you're hosting Raw, but now that you guys have scooped me for your special Halloween episode, I guess you could say I'm making sure that Curtain Giblets is the comedy podcast of the future. You know, that's the one time you said our name in a sort of holiday themed way, which kind of fit. Giblets, you know, you have giblets at Thanksgiving. Oh, we're strictly a giblet at Halloween kind of family. All right. We candy them. Can I ask what is on the menu for Thanksgiving at the uh, at the Mizanin household? Yeah, all right. What's on the menu at Thanksgiving for the Mizanin household? Well, I guess you have your staples. Staples? You know, staples. Like uh, what binds paper together? No, Scott Dargler. Obviously, <laughs> I don't mean the things that fasten pieces of paper together. Sorry that I said something that was incorrect. We have turkey, uh huh, stuffing, mm-hmm. and sweet potato pie. Yes. Nacho cheese. <laughs> okay. Mashed potatoes. Uh huh. Mole. Oh. A blended salsa, what? and a crock pot of cheesy broccoli soup. All of that's together. Well. <laughs> You can put it on the same plate, but they come in individual containers. Oh, the broccoli cheese soup is in the crock pot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then what What about a dessert? 
Oh, I've got your pecan pie, your mm -hmm. chestnut pie, <laughs> your pumpkin pie, uh huh, your cherry pie. Okay. Uh, I'm worried about you. It sounds like a lot I'm of I'm worried about you too. Man. Really? Yeah. But you just have a lot of sadness in your eyes. Oh, hey, that's that, that's I just gonna you be were, there. I thought you were seeing the sadness in my eyes, and that's why you said that you were worried about me. No, I was. That's that's a lot of different pies, and that that's, Look, that's increases how your we, chances for diabetes. That's how we roll in Cleveland in the Dirty Deve, you know, Get down in the Cleveland. Dirty Deve. Yeah, Dirty Deve Cleve, Deve Cleveland. <laughs> that's how we get down in the Dirty Cleveland. If you had a finishing move, would it be called the Dirty Deve? No, it'd be called the Dirty Cleve. Have you thought about telling your son about that move? Who? The Miz. Uh, who? Your son. This guy. I'm showing oh, you a picture you mean, again. You mean Mike? Yes, Mike. I guess I could tell him about it, but what's he going to do? It's not like he deserves a new move. <laughs> Why? He's got to earn those moves. What do you think of the skull-crushing finale? I don't know. It seems a lot like, uh, uh, who's that great guy who wears a tank top? Who is it? It's not Billy Kidman, but I, I like Jeff him Jeff Jarrett? Too. No, the other guy. The other guy. Jeans. Unstable. Oh, uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Skull Crushing Finale reminds me of his move. Dirty Deeds? Dirty Deeds. He changed it up recently. I don't know if you've been watching. He now does a double arm DDT that's now the Dirty Deeds. Hey, that guy's good. <laughs> he is good. But he's not as good as your son, right? Who? The Miz. My, this guy, Mike! Oh, you mean Mike? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. He's alright. Is he invited over th for Thanksgiving this year? Uh, yeah, I guess we could give him a call. Well, you should. Give him a call. Alright. Is there anybody else invited for Thanksgiving this year? Obviously, you and your wife. Oh, Maurice. <laughs> She's beautiful. Yeah, that's your son's, uh, that's your son's wife. Who? <sighs> Thank you for joining us, Mrs. Dad. Uh, Thanks, I'll be coming back later for my other scripted segment. <laughs> you have a script? Yeah, what have you been working off of? <laughs> my cuff. <laughs> wow, well... Try to be a little bit more professional next time, all right, guys? I got a show to host. All right. Uh, See you later while you guys do all the legwork. Call your son. Who? God damn it. I'm, I'm glad that Mrs. Dad is here. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we scooped him. Yeah. So now I just want to make sure, is he going to be hosting Raw in two weeks? Or did he's no longer hosting Raw because he's hosting our show today? It sounds like he's also going to be hosting WWE Raw. But what if? He's... But maybe maybe WWE gets all butthurt over it. Oh, so there might be just in reality sense, there might be a scheduling thing, and Mrs. Dad might not be on. They like to change things last minute because they get super upset, like something else happened, mm -hmm. and somebody you know. gets injured. Cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, can I honestly say I am surprised how much Mrs. Dad is on the show? I'm genuinely surprised. Why? Because he's just a popular guy. You never thought that guy would be so popular. I think he's great. I think he's he's uh, he's a real honest guest. What you want in a podcast? You don't want someone who's putting on airs. No, no, no. Um, he's he's great, and the, our listeners love him. I'd love to see him as like a manager for a wrestler. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd like love to see him as a commentator. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine the camera being on him, and it's just like that shocked look, sort of like, oh, "What are you?" Oh, I'm just going to watch. I, I would think that also uh, it's that shock look, like the wide eyes when the camera, that red light's on. Uh -huh. And then uh, you got your, you know, chances are like Michael Cole and maybe a Byron Saxton. And then he's there on the end. Uh, and just as the red light's on and they kind of zoom in, that his neck just goes back and back. And oh, back as the camera slowly. gets closer, he gets farther away. 
and says nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they even throw to him, and his neck is just going further back and further back. Is there a camera on? <laughs> um, well, there's some big news that broke today. Whoa, Scott, you are we... like hunching over and flipping your cuffs up, uh, your collar up to tell me this. What is it? This is this is this is big time deal because I know there's a lot of haters out there. Oh, Kenneth Turan critics, huh? Oh, yeah, you're you're all a bunch of Kenneth Turan critics, you know. Guys, he is the head movie critic for the Los Angeles Times. What is that? What is that? Is an accomplishment. That it, is a big deal. It sure is. I mean, he's probably one of the most respected film critics there is. Yeah, for the Los Angeles Times, I think that's a big deal. <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought you just underplayed him right there. No, no, no. You've got Mick LaSalle for the Chronicle in the Bay Area. You've sure. got Kenneth Turan in uh, Los Angeles Times, and then you got Pete Travers at that Rag Rolling Stone. So, I mean, who? What other critics besides Rex Reed at the uh, whatever that one is? Hey, Roger Ebert was always my go-to guy. Chicago Sun Times, and uh, unfortunate circumstances happened to him. Rest in peace, Roger Ebert. I love that guy. Yeah, and now. If you want good movie reviews, you gotta go to uh, Curtain Jerks podcast. Curtain Jerks podcast. <laughs> uh, because Iron Sheik reviews movies on here. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was gonna say Chode sixty nine, the reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I didn't know that you started up a Rotten Tomatoes account. <laughs> Ode sixty nine. <laughs> um, Impact Wrestling TNA. People hate it because they don't watch it. They gave it a bad uh, fucking uh, People stigma. love it because they love wrestling. Scott and Steve. Yeah, it's it's a fun show. And uh, as we also know, uh, wrestling memes and botch mania. They love it from, mm-hmm. uh, from the interview they they had uh, on, the, on the show a few weeks past. You can always tell a TNA man mm-hmm. based on their TNA t-shirts. Yeah, and their the cups of their hands, if it's upturned or downturned. The cups of their hands? Mm-hmm. What do you... Hot TNA, man. Oh, I got you. Yeah, grabbing boobs or butts. Okay. Uh, and if you're smart, you do both at the same time. Yeah, I was about to say, I grab both. Yeah. Um, everybody was... Oh, I'm sorry, I should point out, with willing participants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Uh, everybody thought Impact Wrestling was going to go away because Spike TV was going to end the deal, and that was uh, talked about earlier in the year that... Uh, Deal was going to end, so therefore the show was going to go away. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly TNA and Impact Wrestling were going to look for another home. They weren't yeah, just going to. You go to your home. Go find your home. Yeah, they weren't going to put all their eggs in the Spike TV basket. Yeah, especially if it's called Spike TV. Eggs are very delicate. Yeah, they're going to pop on there. Yeah. Even hard boiled, they're going to just fall apart. They found a new home. They've announced it today. Impact Wrestling will be in January 2015 on Destination America. Oh, man, my favorite channel. What? Scott, what channel is that? If I had internet in this fucking basement, but as we know, the sewage leak has has happened, and I've recently found out the sewage has spilled into our router. Yeah. And now we no longer have internet. That's right. Down here in this fucking dark, hideous basement. In fact, we're not even going to be able to upload this episode. It's just going to be something we listen to back and forth for a while. You're going to have couriers just carry it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, I don't know where this channel is. I don't know what providers get this channel. I that sounds like a satellite channel. We made the joke earlier about like it's TN, it's more, it's the TNN of TNN. Mm-hmm. Destination America only available on international flights. Is that right? I don't know what it sounds like. It. Uh, so you I can only watch it in Greyhound bus stations at those little TVs you have to put the quarters into. 
It could be. That could be the case. I, I hope that you guys tweeted us, letting us know, do you get Destination America? Followed by, will you be watching? Mm-hmm. Uh, I still, I hope to get my impact on uh, iTunes next year still. Because that's the best. Do you think no they're going to change that No fucking commercials, deal? man. Do you think they're going to change that? You have a season pass. Mm-hmm. Do you have to pay for the next season? Yeah, you pay season by season. Oh. So I got a, I get a year's worth, 52 episodes for $40. Did they get all the kinks out? What kinks? Like before you were having trouble getting it working. I couldn't get the HD version. The HD version seems to be dead. So you're up in SD. I'm, I'm all up in SD mm-hmm. with willing participants. Good. That's the best way to be up in that D. Um... So I, I hope I get it, but I, I don't know. I was hoping to get more info about this deal that went on today and like maybe like the ongoings and like the negotiations, what all was what's happening. Scott, but I don't I'm, know. Scott, I am way ahead of you. Even though I didn't know what Destination America was, I did want to find out where TNA was going. So we're going straight to the source and we're going to be talking to Bill after today. No, no, no. You're going to be talking to Bill after today. What? I'd rather go play in the sewage. Don't play in the sewage. Scott! Whoopee! Scott, come on! Oh. Bill after onewesting.com. Hi, Bill. Thank you Thank so you much. for being so much on my show. Uh, thank, thank you for being, being on my show. Bill after onewesting.com. Thank you for being on Kurt If you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, Bill after, thank you for being on Kurt I'm Bill after, welcome to onewesting.com. If you want to introduce yourself, welcome to my show. Bill after, thank you for being on Kurt Your name is obviously not Bill after. No, it is not. Bill after, thank you for joining us on Curtain Drinks today with Steve Sears. That is me. Bill after, OneWrestling.com. Thank you for joining me, Steve Sears. Yeah, Bill After. Thank you for joining us on Curtain Jerks. OneWrestling.com. On Curtain Jerks. OneWrestling.com. On meeting us on Curtain Jerks. OneWrestling.com. Thank you for being on Curtain Jerks today. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being on the show. Thank, uh, now, Bill, I understand you can tell us a little bit more about Destination America, the new destination for TNA. That's right. It's a wonderful channel, Destination America. They have a lot of great shows on there, like uh, McDonald's. What a great place to eat. Now, that is an actual show on Destination America? That's an actual show on Destination America. Now, is it, how long is this show? Is it about 30 seconds to a minute, or is 22 it... minutes, with commercial breaks, of course. Okay, so it is an actual commercial show for McDonald's. That's right. Okay. It's a, it's a, you go to McDonald's, you get yourself a McRib sandwich. Uh, which is now available. I it's understand. now available, McRib yeah. sandwich, which you can see on Destination America. Okay. Which is on, uh, you can find out about it on runwrestling.com. Okay, uh, you also can find that... Actually, you can find that information on WrestlingOne.com. OneWrestling.com. OneWrestling.com. WrestlingOne.com. It's a great show. Okay. Uh, They have many other shows. It's not the first wrestling show to be on that uh, that channel. Okay. What's another wrestling show that was on? Bill After Show. Really? You had a show on... The Bill After Show. The Bill After Show. On Destination America. Destination America. Well, I travel around and I find wrestlers and I talk to them uh, where they are begrudgingly talking to me, Bill After. Okay. On WrestlingOne.com and I ask them, are you a Bill After creep? Oh, that's right. The term that you have for your fans, Bill After Creeps. Are you a Bill After Creep? Um, am I? Are you, Steve C, as a Bill After Creep? You know what? I'm going to tell you honestly, Bill After, the fact that you're on the show today, I am a Bill After Creep. Steve C, is Bill After Creep, OneWrestling.com. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, you know what? Uh, Bill After, I just want to give you uh, well, big thank you from Curtain Jerks for being on the show today. I appreciate it a lot. I heard a rumor that you do impressions of wrestlers. Is this true? That's right. I do impressions. Now, so who are some of your favorite wrestlers to do impressions of? Oh, uh, well... Knowing that you watch my show all the time, you clearly know the answer to this already. But uh, I'll go ahead and, and play along. Like We've never talked before about this sort of thing. Well, you know, that's how it goes here on the Curtain Jerks podcast on the Comedy oh, Podcast Network. Com. On the Comedy one Podcast Network. Com, uh, Bill after, Jerks. You're Bill after Creep, right. TCS. Bruno San Martino. Oh, you do a Bruno San Martino? Of course I do a Bruno San Martino. I, I know Bruno San Martino. He's a personal friend of mine. Okay. We're, we're very close. Okay. Uh, I've worked together. I've, I've done interviews. With Bruno San Martino? Okay. On one, one wrestling.com. Could you interview Bruno San Martino right now as Bill After? That would be a very fun scenario. We'll do that now. 
Okay, thank you. Hi, this is Bill Abner with WorldRacing.com. Thank you for being so much on the show. Bruce Hammer Team and Living Legend. Well, it's so great to be on the show. I'm a Bruno San Martino. I'm a living a legend. I'm a Bill After fan. I'm a Bill After creep from WonderWrestling.com. Bill After, you are the greatest person I've ever met. Oh, no, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, there's no need for that. Mr. San Martino, Mr. After, Mr. San Martino, if I could just interject uh, real quick. Mr. San Martino, uh, I understand you're a big fan of Bill After. How did Bill After get you onto his show, uh, OneWrestling.com? Bruno San Martino, if I could ask you a question. Uh, you're such a fan of mine, of course. How is it that you came uh, to be Mr. about... Uh, Mr. After, I'm sure Bruno San Martino heard me. Uh, Bruno San Martino, I'd like to just emphasize the fact that, of course, you hear me because I am talking to you. The greatest wrestling Persona and all of us in BillAfter.com. Oh, uh, now, Bill, I'm sure Mr. San Martino knows how great you are. You just said that. He was Why are a you doing man. this to me? What? Why are you interrupting my show? I was just trying to play along. You what? I was playing along. Playing along? Yeah, you were interviewing Bruno San Martino, and since we're on the Curtain Jerks Comedy Wrestling Podcast, OneWrestling.com. Uh, I just thought that I would uh, ask Bruno San Martino a question. I do not have fun on OneWrestling.com. I am Bill After. I am a serious interviewer. My hair is serious. Do you see how it is combed up and over? Yes, it's very serious. That is not a joke. Okay. That is serious. All right. Bill After Creep. That is not a joke. I, we, that is serious I am business. considering you a this serious show, guest on the show today. You are a serious show that guest you are on, on right now is not a comedy show. It is It is it's a comedy serious. show. It one is wrestling the Curtain Jerks Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Bill After. Curtain Jerks. One Curtain, wrestling Steve Sears, Scott Dover, Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Curtain Jerks. Available now on SoundCloud. I am a journalist. A what? A journalist. A what? A joinalist. You love joy and anal? I actually like one of those things a whole lot. But this is serious. If you wanted to have me on your show sometime and talk about which I like more, joy or anal, I would happily talk about it. But you are currently on WonderAnswing.com. Just because you came into this room and you said that it was your show does not mean it's your show today. I am Bill Apter. Welcome to WonderAnswing.com. I'm joined here by Steve Steve Sears. Sears. With my co-host Scott Narver, who's now currently indisposed, when our guest today is Bill After on the Curtain Jerks Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Steve C is joining me on OneWrestling.com. We are talking to the living legend, Bruno San Martino. Bruno, what was your favorite match? Well, to tell you, my favorite match of all the time is actually the match I have talking to you, Bill After, because your mind is so great. Mr. San Martino, Mr. San Martino, uh, Steve Sears, Curtain Jerks Podcast, uh... No more questions. No, no, Mr. No Sampertino, just one more question. One more question. Uh, so, again, how did Bill After book you to be on the One Wrestling Podcast? Uh, Bill After, OneWrestling.com. Uh, Bruno San Martino. I believe Mr. San Martino can speak for himself, Mr. After. Uh, okay, okay, I take this question. Okay. Steve Sears, was it? Yes, of the Curtain Jerks Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Do you have a precipice? I'm sorry, what? Do you have a precipice? <laughs> a precipice? A precipice. You mean like a cliff? I feel like I'm always on the edge of a major precipice every day of my life. I mean, do you have a press, a pass? Are you a media? Can you be backstage talking to me? I know break a cave, fabe. 
Uh, I don't have a press pass. Get out of here! Uh, Mr. Zimmer, to me? where am I gonna go, Mr. Zimmer? Get out of here! Only Bill Hunter, the greatest man in all wrestling, can talk it to me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for him coming in here. What are you doing, Abyss? Well, Mr. Bill Hunter, you are a guest on my podcast. You are here with me, Madison Square Garden. You are, you are interviewing Bruno San Martino, and, you sa- and I thought I'd have a chance to talk to him. You can't kick me out of here. You are on my show in Madison Square Garden, Destination America, featuring TNA Impact Wrestling. If I go out that door, I am going to be on the streets of New York. Is that what you're telling me right now? That is what I'm telling you right now. All right. Get the fuck out of here. Shoot. Shoot. Scott, get out of here. Scott, carefully going to bruise him with the podcast broom. Get out of here. Shoot. God. (sighs) Scott, where are we? What coast are we on? We're on the West Coast. Okay, thank you. I... We learned nothing about Impact Wrestling being on Destination America. As far as I know from what Bill After has told me, it's a made-up channel. It's... I don't... I think it's a real channel, and I think Impact is going to be available on Destination America in 2015. Honestly, I learned a lot today. I found out what Bruno San Martino sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it is time for Jerk Tweets. Follow us on Twitter at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Whether it's about the podcast, whether it's about our personal lives. Uh, if it's too personal, guys, we'll just do it in a bit. Yeah, we'll do it in a bit. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, we'll shelter our lives. We'll so. mask it in a bit. And, of course, about wrestling. We always love to talk wrestling with you guys. So the first tweet we have here is incredibly wrestling-oriented. It's from gt 2010 which wrestler would you go gay for and describe your first date? Hashtag UFC is fake. Wow. That's right. Bellator all the way. <laughs> There's a TNA guy. Yeah, that's a TNA guy right there. Oh, God. What? Okay. You know, I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. There are times in my life where I'm like, would it be easier if I were a gay man? Or what would make me... You mean at 3 a.m. when you're Googling if you're gay or not? <laughs> yeah. Like, is Scott Narver gay? <laughs> so the, many results! You do the name thing? You don't do, am I gay? Question oh, mark? never thought of doing that. Well, then it's, a uni- never... then it's a universal community of you're asking opposed to specifically Scott Narver gay. Oh, because it seems like if I ask, am I gay, that means like my computer's going to judge me. <laughs> yeah, but if you do, hey, has anybody wondered if Scott's gay? <laughs> then your computer doesn't know. Yeah, then I can find out if Dwayne Colbert is like, yes, Cutting is gay. Here's my blog about it. Like, Dwayne, <laughs> come on. You got better things to blog about. Um, Dwayne Colbert, a successful commercial actor and, and very and, funny improviser who uh, is soon, not a wrestling fan. But, soon to be director. Oh, he's going to be directing a show at Second City, I believe. Good for him. Good yeah. for Dwayne Colbert. Um, <laughs> that bigot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've thought, like, if. Is there anything that would attract me to a man? And I, I honestly, this is why I'd say, like, uh, they have to have a lot of qualities of a woman. Like, they gotta be soft. I can't, like, I can't be into a hairy guy. Like, that's all gross to me. Like, a, all right, so are you doing like the actor sort of a technique of uh, substitution, like of replacements and stuff? No, I think it would just be like if any, if like the charm and whatever it is of a of a wrestler, like it has to be kind of feminine because like if I'm going gay for him. I don't want scruffy, like, rough, like, beard and all that, and, like, you know, the hairy back, and, like, oh, this is gross. I want some things that kind of remind me of a woman, but the strength of a man. Okay, I, I understand. So, I'm not backing down, buddy. I'm not scared of this. I like what's going on. So I on. think I need, like... Let's uh, be in this moment together, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying for myself, like, I think I need a pretty man. Okay. I, I think, 
Honestly, I think I'm with you. Like, ordinarily, I'd say, like, yeah, give me a Cody Rhodes. I want somebody with good abs, <laughs> no hair on their body, good eyes, duck mm-hmm. lips, kiss- sweet, kissable lips. Yeah, I can't go I can't go tense side. Too, too much hair. But now, opposite side of that, I would feel fucking safe with Tensai. I'm going to oh. go with Tensai. Tensai is my date. Really? Like, yeah. you're going for, a like, a bear? Yeah, I guess so. Huh. All right, you're going bear. I, I, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll tell you the date. All right. Oh, okay. Tensai picks me up. And it's not uh, Jason Albert. It's not Prince Albert. No, no, it's Tensai. It's Tensai. Yeah, and his, his, his Japanese manager. Sakamoto? Is, Sakamoto is driving us because he's our chaperone. <laughs> uh, we go to Benihana. As we know, that's the tweet that got him in trouble. Yeah. Don't let Asians drive. <laughs> well, he's doing it to make up for it. Uh, we're going to Benihana. It's a little bit of a joke because he's not, you know, Tensai isn't Japanese, but he just thought that Tensai was really nervous and he was like, let's go to a Japanese restaurant because it's what you expect of me. We get there, Tensai's been kind of uncomfortable and weird, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, honestly, I just don't feel like I can be myself. We came here to Tensai, but I really want to go to this quaint little Italian place across the street. So we go across the street to the Italian place. Uh Sakamoto's at another table watching us so we don't get too frisky. And we just, you know... Tensai talks about just who he really is as a person, like what got him into wrestling, <laughs> who his big fans, who he liked as wrestlers, sure. um, this, uh, the wrestlers he admired as he growing up. Yeah, you know, this, just, is, this is not an interview. You're not like no, it's not an interview. It. Okay. it is a straight up date where you get to know somebody, where you ask them the really hard hitting questions, like what got you into wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, where did you train, mm-hmm. uh, who were the wrestlers you liked growing up, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that. And also, uh, just the really uncommon thing, which is like, what's going to go on in the future? And just, you know, he's going to tell me to expect big things. Oh, and great. then I'll try to physically prepare myself to expect those big things. So, uh, the end of the night, you're getting dropped off. Do you, are you like, oh, I hope he doesn't kiss me? Uh, I think or... we're going to go hug, then maybe kiss little bit of tongue just to show that i'm into it whoa really yeah but that's just a that's just date one i mean you do the hug like here i'll ask you this this is separate from this but you're a dater you know how to date i'm sure you're Mm. you're a dating guy i'm i i've dabbled you've dabbled i'm a date dabbler you're a date dabbler do you hug when you first meet a date Ooh, no i'm not really good at that stuff i I go off the cues of the lady yeah you immediately lick your fingers as you approach her and then she as she steps backwards hi how are you (laughs) yeah <laughs> Morty Feldman, want to wrestle? Um, Sal Bandini. Ah, uh, Sal Bandini. Who's Morty Feldman? I, I, <laughs> is that the dad of the nerdy kid from Family Guy? I don't know. Um, but I keep hearing about people that are sort of re- uh, wrestling in this new digital dating age, <laughs> and they they hug on meeting the first the person for the first time. Mm-hmm. So when you hug at the end of the night, it depends on how much making out you want to do because you've already done the physical contact, and with the willing participant. Mm, you've inspired me. Yeah. Okay. Marty Janetti. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, bless his heart. Bless your heart. Okay, so big in the '80s, one of the rockers. Oh, I I still rave about the match he had with Kurt Angle on SmackDown when he came back for that two was, matches. That was great. Yeah. Um, that was that is one of my favorite matches. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I love that <laughs> fucking match because I knew I knew he wasn't he I'd never seen him before. And, like, even though he had a history, but he was back, and he could fucking move. He was great. Mm -hmm. And then he disappeared. He did. Um, And he reappears into my life. Yeah. Because he's he's obviously a fan of the show. He hears that I'm a a date dabbler, and Mm -hmm. hears that I go for the pretty man. Mm -hmm. And so 
Genetti, you know, and I, I'm kind of a, you know, I don't always see things for what they are in the moment. So he realizes that. So he invites me out to the roller rink. And it's like the 80s. You know, it's 80s night. They're playing Are you music. in Los Angeles? Is this in the Valley? Is this down south, Orange County? What are you saying? Yeah, you know, he, he comes my way. He's like, you know, hey, we'll, we'll find a place, a place in between. So it's like, uh, we'll go to Anaheim. We'll go to a roller rink. And it's all 80s out. And so he's even got streamers, like uh, little tassels on his arms. Yeah, just like in that match with Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And so we just have a good time. Like, we're doing that. We're hearing the song going like, oh, I remember this. Where were you then? And I'm like, I was in fifth grade. And he's like, oh, cool. I was on the road doing coke <laughs> with Sean. I'm like, right on, right on. But age, it's not a big thing anymore. Because, like, uh, we've grown up enough that our lives can connect now, you know? You can enter. Yeah, the, the, the nexus point is now at the roller rink. Mm-hmm. And then we get some nachos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, all still at the roller rink. Oh, all, all still at the roller. Is the rink. whole date at the roller rink? It's all encompassing. It's okay. you know, it's like a bar Blipsby or a Blipsby bar where they've got eighties arcade games. Yeah, you've got arcade games, you've got food, you've got pizza, you've got roller skates, you've got dancing, you've mm-hmm. got music. And he's like, "Hey, did you uh, did you go to Mark Rosecca's birthday party?" I'm like, "No, I missed it." He's like, "I went. It was a really great time." And I'm like, "Oh, so wait, wait, wait. Are you guys dating or are we dating? Like, what's going on? Are are you are you with somebody else?" He's like. Well, hey, man, I'm just playing the field. I'm like, oh, okay, wait, 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 hold on. This... Well, so does that mean that, like, what does that mean, playing the field? Uh, well, it seems like he's going out on a lot of dates. And I'm like, I thought we were dating right now. I thought we were kind of exclusive to one another. And uh-huh. he's like, no, man, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I got a lot of love to give. I'm like, well, hold on, Marty. Well, yeah, what does that mean? Like, Where's what our the, foundation what here? What are the foundations? What are the boundaries on that? And he's like, hey, man, uh, let me show you. And then he skates around the entire roller rink. He goes... That's how much love I have to give. And I go, I'm not ready for that. Like, I'm still stumbling and you're catching me. And I'm not ready for you to just skate around you, everywhere. Yeah, you need a skater who's who's next to you. So I, I'm just emotionally shattered. And he's like, look, if you just can't hang, like, I guess we can't do this. And it's a terrible first date with Marty Jannetty, Steve. That is heavy fucking shit, It's heavy Scott. fucking shit for a first fucking date where I'm like, I thought we, we need some sort of foundation to get on. And he's like, I travel the world and I do what I do. So <sighs> is there a kiss? Yeah, he, he tries to fucking finger my asshole. <laughs> and I'm not okay with this. I'm like, hey, slow wow. it down, buddy. Jeez, and he's Louise. got sharp fingernails, which I don't care for. Yeah, but why would he have sharp... If you're in the ring, you want to be careful. You could really cut something. You'd think so, but he's like, hey, that's sometimes how you blade the old-fashioned way. I'm like, and you're fingering assholes? That is dangerous. This is this is probably what Nigel McGinnis is not talking about, but it's a, it's, it's a subject matter of dirty fingernails in assholes and then blading someone on the road. Good. God, Scott, I'm so sorry. That date, you know what? Hey, why don't you come over and let's get some ice cream? How about that? You want to get some ice cream? Watch Terminator One? I, I, oh, I'd love to watch Terminator One because yeah. Salvation was a real letdown. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? The just... third act is great. Oh yeah, when the... Kenneth Turan would probably say so. Yeah, when no plot was necessary. When did you get the a spoiler alert? This is the only thing that's gonna suck you into Terminator Salvation if you haven't seen it. You get a CGR Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. Oh, and Christian Bale essentially playing Michael Bean at the end of Terminator. That's in a fucking factory. rad. Oh, it's so cool. That's fucking rad. Uh, one of my favorite parts of that movie is when he's uh, uh, when that helicopter crashes and he's fighting the T seven hundreds or whatever the big Terminators, like the Terminators are like, like seven feet tall in Terminator yeah. Salvation. Yeah. He's fighting one and he has to shoot the machine gun upside down at that the Terminators yeah. crawling after him. I kind of wish that was the end of the movie. Like, imagine if he escaped Arnold and he climbs out and he's got a fucking fight and he's got no weapons left. Mm-hmm. It was so epic at the beginning of the movie. It was like the beginning of Saving Private Ryan to me. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It was just sort of one-on-one 
versus something that half of it was as more powerful than you could ever possibly be. It's very strange. The Terminators always throw them. Like, the second they get their hands on a human, they throw them in that movie. Not, yeah, but not in one and not in two. In one, you get crushed. You get battered. You get shot. You get, you get shot or it's, you get punched. Hey, you Sarah Connor? All right. Bang. Or T-1000, it just punches your kidneys out. Yeah, it and it's like, they should immediately break arms and break legs, like break appendages so they can't do anything, they can't move, but they just throw them to... I don't know, assert dominance, which is weird because that's it's something I'd actually like to see more in wrestling is like uh, the the submission guy isn't really around in that way anymore. Oh, no, focusing like, on the leg for a long time and then but just doing... to immediately go after it in a match, like to yeah. immediately go after a limb and just start fucking like attacking it. Like, I'm going to break this part of you right away so you can't use it. It's always moves. It's oh, always... no, and it sets the story right away. I, I think some guys still do that. I thought Swagger would do that. He'd focus on guys' legs. He only he grabs used... the ankle. Really? Like he does, he does like a belly throws and and the ankle at one point. Uh, some guys still do it. Like I feel like I see. I haven't seen it recently, but I know what you mean. Like focus that that tells a story in the ring. All it does. I think it's gone. I think it's gone. It'll be back. I mean, but you're but they're not allowed I think to call it's wrestling. A, some moves, there right? in, in TNA. I oh, think it's TNA uh, yeah. I see it in TNA a lot. Um, so come over and watch Terminator One, and then when you say I'm not tired anymore, and then we watch Aliens. Guys, are we watching, uh, we watching Terminator? We watching, Whoa, uh... Jack Swagger, what are you doing here? Whoa, smells like shit. What? Smells like shit. Oh, it's sewage. Look, we're in the middle of Jerk Tweets. Scrotum Scott Nutsack. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm not good. What's going on? Where have you been? I was supposed to be in this rapture's, and then I got, uh, dirty fingernails stuck in my butthole. God, I, that, my butthole hurts hearing you talk about it. Things haven't been going great. Yeah, uh, clearly it's the worst for you guys because you're stuck in a sewagey basement. I don't know. It's like doing stand up in a weird club. It's not too bad. Oh, like The Rock? He's a major success. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good for him. He's also a major success outside of the world of comedy. So I don't know why he has to seem fit to butt his beautiful bald head into our realm. But that's okay. It's not like we have ownership, Jack. <laughs> well, I was just coming by. I was just, you know, I had a question for you guys. Just, uh, All right, what do you, you know? Uh, what do you got for us? Uh, well, I've been doing a lot of auditions. Okay. I've been doing a lot of auditions. Okay. Uh, no callbacks. Okay. Uh, waiting to figure out when when's the when's the window close on a callback. Oh, uh, usually whenever the shoot date is, they say when the shoot date is, and then they tell you when wardrobe fitting is going to be, and then they tell you when the callback is, usually before the wardrobe fitting. What happens when you, you go to audition for a major motion picture? Okay. You walk into the room. Okay. And you give your slate, you say, Jess Swagger, here okay. are my hands, and then you start up on your line. Mm-hmm. Say it's Transformers, the new Transformers movie. Okay. Directed by Michael Bay. Okay. Uh. Who I can say I've now personally met. Okay. So I go, hi, I'm Jack Swagger, reading for the role of Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. Here are my hands. Were they casting for Optimus Prime? I was reading for Optimus Prime. Okay. I I went in. I I looked at the script, and I'm like, I got some changes. Oh, so you... What was the casting for specifically? Oh, some guy. Oh, but so you came in... Like a tow truck operator. Okay, and you came in... All right, go on. And I'm like, I could be Optimus Prime. Okay. So I read as Optimus Prime. And I said, Autobots! And they said, thank you. So, I'm waiting for that callback. Okay. 
Uh, I didn't hear any of that other information that you were talking about. Oh, when the shoot dates are, when the wardrobe they is. They didn't inform me of all that stuff, so clearly, like, I stunned them right away. Yes. I floored Michael Bay. It sounds like you definitely shocked them. I shocked them big time. Okay. So I'm waiting, and my phone's on, it's fully charged, and I haven't heard anything yet. Just wondering, I'm sure you booked some jobs on occasion with your limited acting skills. This is true. From the both of you. And I'm uh, just wondering from your experience of when the callback happened. Uh, the callback happens usually a couple days after the initial audition. For you. That's true. For, <laughs> for a big role well, like Optimus last, Prime. Yeah, I mean, for Optimus Prime, for the new Transformers movie. Well, you know what? We are very Transformers. popular. Robot uh, I was going to sing a song for him. I know uh, the song. Well, I was about to say, we're a very popular podcast. Uh, maybe one of the casting directors is uh, listening right now. Are you interested in doing the rest of your lines or the theme? I would absolutely love to do the rest of my lines. Followed up by the song of Transformers. Okay, please do. Uh, if you could slate, please. Jack uh, Swagger, here are my hands. Uh, could you slate, uh, could you profile for us? Left, right, and if you could turn all the way around. Well, you got a strong neck, pal. I sure do. All right. Okay. Uh, whenever you're ready. Autobots, roll out. Oh, no, it's the Decepticons. Get your laser guns. Get your laser swords. Time to take out the Decepticons once and for all. Optimus Prime's got the Matrix. I've got the touch. I've got the power. Transformers. Robots in disguise. Autobots know what's right and wrong. Decepticons don't. That's what makes them so evil. Because they're Decepticons. They'll deceive you. Not like the Autobots. Bow. 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 Shia LaBeouf, look out! Okay, uh, well, Jack, thanks for coming in. So, and that's how the audition would go. Well... Clearly, you weren't impressed. I don't know if you know art or not, but you should have said thank you right away. Like all directors do when they see Didn't you. I say thank you? You did, but you waited a really long time. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I Normally, when I just start speaking, people go, thank you. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like to give people enough time to at least run through the entire scene. I don't know why, because at that point, I've already done the movie. You should have already just taped it and put me in the costume, mm-hmm. because at that point I've done the movie. In WWE, we do one take. Yeah. We do one take. And that's our one take wonders. That's the movie, baby. Yeah, and sometimes you even put the the mistakes online. Like, you like you, you go live with the mistakes. That is the squeaky door. What does that mean, the squeaky door? The squeaky door. See, here's the thing about acting. I guess you don't know this sort of thing. No, Jack, please, illuminate. With acting, there's this squeaky door moment. So you're doing a scene, and unexpectedly, the door is makes a squeaky noise. And you go, oh, that's funny. The door made a squeaky noise. But you acknowledge it. You acknowledge oh. the squeaky door because it's happened. If you don't acknowledge it, the audience is going, well, you clearly let that moment happen and we've noticed it and you're clearly not in the moment. So it's in a moment of the improvisation. Stanislavski. Ah, I see. Stanislavski. I can feel that on my face. 
Stanislavski really knows the acting method. My goodness. Well, Jack, thank you so much for coming in and letting us know about this. I always appreciate when you let us know a little bit more about your acting career. Will you be making a Curtin Jerks movie anytime soon? Uh, I know I've done some terrible things to you guys in the past. But I think if you're looking for perhaps an Optimus Prime for the Curtin Jerks <laughs> movie, I think uh, you need look no further than Jack Swagger. Uh, I think Scott and I are in the pitching phases for a Curtain Jerks movie, but we don't have a script yet. You're both a couple of catchers. hey All right, Jack. Thank you. <sighs> what an amazing episode of Curtain Jerks, guys. Are you doing the outro, Miss Stead? Yeah, I finally got a script here. Curtain Jerks. Comedy podcast? Curtain Jerks. Curtain Jerks. Curtain Jerks. Curtain Jerks, <laughs> the comedy wrestling podcast. Have a great time today, kids. <laughs> no, wait. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, Jack's right. Oh, God. I don't uh, want you to mention... Uh, this is live. I don't, okay. want, I don't want you to mention scripts because we just had Jack Swagger come in here and he thinks we might be doing a movie soon or something like that. So you want me to do the outro again? No, I don't. No, I, look. I, I don't seem to have the uh, part that says it's supposed to do it a second time. Are we doing a script? Is there, is there something to do here? Is there, is there a role to our listening for? Uh, I'm the host of Curtain Jerks Wrestling Podcast today. Well, did you audition for this part? Why, uh, why did Mrs. Zag get this part and I didn't? Uh, guys, please take it easy. Uh, our publicist just said that... Who's uh, your publicist? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Kenneth Turan, Los Angeles Times, Film Credit. That sounds absurd. It probably but, is. Why, why, what's going on? Why can't I audition for uh, a role? Why can't I be the host? Uh, it'd be pretty hard to audition for a part that's already been booked. Booyah. Did you just... Did you, you have sweet potato pie fingers and you're pie-facing me right now. Yeah, you want some of this? I don't... I, you want I'll, some I'll of this? Alright, guys, please be polite to each other. Stop Mrs. It. Dad, Stop get it. your fingers out of Jack Swagger's mouth. Jack Swagger, don't grab Mrs. Dad's ankle. Oh, Why don't you tap? Why don't you tap? Never. Never. <laughs> tap, bitch. Never. Tap. Why don't you do some tap dances? You want to be in the tap dancing movie? No, tap. Oh, oh. Guys, please, stop Look, it. we need Mrs. Dad as a host so we can do the outro for the show. And you're going to take him out for being able to do Raw. He won't be able to walk. Yeah, he's going to be on Raw next week or two weeks. Be civilized. Oh, I'm sorry, Jack, for insulting you. I'm sorry for trying to snap your ankle. But as we know in the past, I've not been able to make anyone tap out for quite some time. So, I understand. I understand. I apologize. You know what? I just want to let you know. I think it's a... First, I was a little insulted that you got the uh, angle lock, but I think you've been doing good things with it, even if people aren't tapping. And I wish he's a little insulted that the Miz came out of your body instead of me. Who? The Miz. Who? Of what? Your son. Uh, There's a picture here. This guy? Oh, you mean Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish you were my son too, Jack Swagger. Can I come over for Thanksgiving? Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're starting today. Oh, you're starting Thanksgiving today? Yeah, it's a feast for the ages. Oh boy, a feast for the ages. Finally, a family of my own. Come with me. I will. Are we going to fly? If you take my hand. Oh, I will take your hand. Mrs. Dad, we're flying! Oh, that was really sweet. They just kind of gently walked out of the room together. Yeah, I don't know if they know what the concept of flying is, but yeah, they just walked out. Yeah. Well, that wraps up Curtain Jerks for this week. What a sweet ending today. Very sweet ending uh, yeah. for, uh, I guess, our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Next week, we have a special Gets Jerked episode. That's right, Kenneth Turan's review of Jingle All the Way. Oh. We will be reading the entire review live on the air. If that doesn't pan out because Kenneth Duran doesn't show up because for some reason he just uh, ignores our tweets. Yeah, or if he doesn't retweet us. It'll be a Gets Jerked episode of TNA Slammiversary 2011. No! TNA Sacrifice 2011. Which, That's what it is. Which we will be doing while we eat lunch. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very exciting TNA pay-per-view. I know some of the matches on the card. If you don't happen to know what TNA Sacrifice 2011 is, you can look it up now, but it's going to be a fucking hell of a show. And I'm also going to see if I can sneak in watching the main event of Bellator Ortiz versus Bonner so Scott and I can talk about it very briefly during that Get Jerked episode. It'll be very exciting. Very so, exciting. Tune into that. If you want to catch up on previous Get Jerked episodes, uh, Christmas Bounty, which is great. That has Mrs. Dad in there as well. Uh, uh God, what else would it... Uh, High Noon at Mega Mountain? Uh, yes, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega mm-hmm. Mountain. All kinds of Get Strict episodes we have on there. Great stuff. ECW December to Dismember. Go check those out while you're waiting in the meantime. So, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us. Uh, like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's, it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs. wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so there's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. <laughs> oh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.